Good morning, everyone. It is Friday morning, August 13th, and we have weather that is really exciting for those people who love the season of summer and for those people that love beautiful weather. Also for people who just love a clear forecast. It's just lots of clarity. Uh, we have a Canadian high pressure system moving into the Midwest. High temperatures in the 80s. That's cooler and less humid air. Dew points dropping into the 50s and low 60s for the Chicago area. Areas in Wisconsin, especially when you go further north and west of southeast Wisconsin, have dew points dropping into the 40s in some locations. The exciting part about this Canadian air mass, number one, it's bringing cooler, less uh, humid, more comfortable air. But number two, it remains summer-like air. High temperatures remain in the 80s. This is a uh, fear. There's a fear this time of the year that we might start to get a taste of fall, which for those people who dread winter, that could be quite uh, depressing. But that would mean temperatures in the 70s, and this time around we are still well into the summer season as Canadian high pressure brings highs, a continuation of near normal high temperatures in the low 80s for Chicago. Also, South Bend, Indiana as well, high temperatures will remain in the 80s, low to mid 80s. I think when you get into Michigan City, I, uh, there's a possibility temperatures might drop under 80 for afternoon highs. Places really which are right along the lake that's going to be the area which is going to be struggling to reach 80 degrees even in the Chicago area but realize that even along the lake it's still not going to feel like fall because the dew points although not humid but dew points will remain in the, in the 50s at least Today will be the final day where there's a chance of thunderstorms, but well south of the Chicago area. That includes south of the frontal boundary in northern Indiana as well. Uh, the front has moved south of Chicago and has already moved south. A late morning front will be moving south of the northern Indiana area. And with that, the rain chance ends for the next several days. This past four days, August 7th, actually five days, August 7th through 11th, has been the third warmest five-day period of August 7th to August 11th since 1950 for the Chicago area. So again, it's not been the third warmest five-day period, but it's been the third warmest August 7th to August 11th, and it's been the fifth warmest on record. So it's certainly been a warm period, and that's due to the high dew points, which have been preventing overnight lows from getting that low, although we did see uh, outflow from thunderstorms bring those temperatures down uh, sharply at times. But in any case, we have this Canadian high pressure that comes in bringing beautiful weather at least through Monday. Tuesday, that front to the south starts to lift north as a warm front and warmer and more humid air should push back into the region by Wednesday and the heat returns either on Wednesday but a better chance on Thursday and the outlook is August 18th through the 23rd calls for above normal temperatures for our area much above normal for the New England area that's August 18th through August 23rd the National Weather Service it has confidence that there will be heat and humidity in our area, especially on Thursday, possibly Friday. And 
there there's different opinions as to what's going to be happening next weekend as to whether that heat and humidity will be uh, remaining with us or whether a front will come and wash it away as of right now it looks like there will be enough instability in the afternoon to prevent extreme heat from developing the very humid conditions will return into the region by Wednesday and especially Thursday. Some humidity may even return already by Tuesday, but the 90s make a comeback on Wednesday and Thursday. Now, especially Thursday, but realize this. Other for, the only one who's forecasting 90s right now is meteorologist Tom Skilling for Chicago. And the way, based on the way he does his forecasts, I... I'm confident he would say the same thing for South Bend, Indiana, especially on Thursday. Uh, other forecasts are not going that extreme yet. They continue to have highs in the 80s. And the thinking could be something like this, that there's just going to be the chances of pop-up thunderstorms are just pretty high. And the National Weather Service actually says highs will likely be in the upper 80s, very close to 90, but not quite the low 90s. So... Um, we have other forecasts also, which are saying highs only in the mid-80s. Uh, elsewhere around the country, excessive heat warning is in effect for Baltimore, Philadelphia, I believe New York as well. High temperatures mid to upper 90s with heat indices between 105 and 109 degrees. The Philadelphia National Weather Service claims it might be 110 degrees. Uh, Houston, Texas is very humid today, dew point 76 degrees, which is on par with Corpus Christi, Texas. Galveston, Texas only has a dew point of 74 degrees. Dallas dew point is 73 degrees. High temperatures in the 90s for all of those locations for the entire week. Uh, those locations meaning all of the Texas locations for the entire week. Bismarck, North Dakota, highs in the 80s, but highs of 100 Mama. degrees for both Chavez Mama. and Sunday. And Phoenix, Arizona has and has a flash flood watch in effect where rainfall rates of more than 1 to 2 inches an hour, generally 1 to 2 inches an hour. However, the chances of precipitation in Phoenix only 15%, so 15% coverage. 85% of the Phoenix area will not see any rain at all, so it will be mostly sunny and hot. And it's also humid there. Dew points are in the upper 60s. Yuma, Arizona, also humid. Dew points in the upper 60s. It's going to be hot and humid. We have an excessive heat watch in effect for the oven, for the nation's oven, Furnace Creek in Death Valley, California, is under an excessive heat watch along with I believe Las Vegas as well. High temperatures, if you have an excessive heat watch for Death Valley, temperatures are even excessively hot. Even for Death Valley, it must be very, very intense. Forecast highs 118 to 123 degrees. This excessive heat watch is in effect from Sunday morning until Monday evening. The Northwest Pacific continues to bake in extremely hot temperatures, which as we have mentioned, we're moving on to Bismarck, North Dakota for a two-day period. I believe that Shabbos and Sunday before that moves out and where exactly the heat goes from there. Is that the heat we're getting here on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? It doesn't sound like it. Bismarck, North Dakota, 100 degrees. Uh, it's not quite going to be that hot here. But uh, in any case, enjoy our nice summer weather but comfortable weather weekend. It remains good swimming weather not too hot also and then we will be having a return of those thunderstorms 
not quite as severe, says the National Weather Service, by midweek next week as heat and humidity make a comeback into our area. Have a great day. I wish everyone a great Shabbos. Hi everyone, I just wanted to end off with a Mishnah actually. If I could pull up on, um, we're just gonna end, pull up a Mishnah here. I, let's see, I'm pulling up the Mishnah. From when do we read the Shema, the Kriya Shema in the evening? From the time that the Kohanim entered to eat their Truma. Until the end of the first Shmira of the night. These are the words of Rabbi Eliezer. Until Maisa, a story happened. The children came in from the, uh, from a chasana, from a wedding. They said to him, They said to Rabbi Yishma, we have not said Shema yet. But the Rabbi, uh, they said to uh, Rabbi. Rabbi Gamliel, they said to Rabbi Gamliel, Lo Karinu Eshma, we have not read Shema yet. Amar Lahem said to them, Imlola Amar Hashachar, if it is not Amar Hashachar yet, if it is then, Chayavin Atem Likros, you're obligated to say the Shema. Velozibul Vadamu, not only that, Elokol Masha Amar Chachamim Ad Chatzos, Whenever the Chachamim say until Chatzos, Mitzvotsan Ad Shiyala Amar Hashachar, the mitzvah really is until Amar Hashachar. So I wanted to just uh, th- say something that uh, come, comes to my mind right now. The Mishnah asks, from when do we read Shema Ba'arvin? Of course, the Gemara asks, how do we know there's a mitzvah to say Shema Ba'arvin? And the Gemara answers, From the time the Kohanim enter to eat Truma. So you see from here that the Mishnah was written in such a way that you need a Rebbe to teach it. You, you need it, and this is the very first Mishnah of Shas, and you see right from the beginning it's being written as complicated as it can possibly be written. Because when, when is the mitzvah to start reading Shema? It doesn't say from 5 o'clock or from 6 o'clock. From the time the Kohanim enter to eat Truma. Okay, and of course there's a whole bunch of different opinions as to when the Kohanim enter to eat Truma. And what exactly that means. Okay, fine. When does the mitzvah end? So it doesn't say the mitzvah ends at this time or that time. It ends ad sof hashmur harishona. Until the end of the first shmirah.